2: David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone! Bring them, out, bring, them out. Woo! bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out.
1: Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out.
0: Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Oh, God! Welcome in to the Kaplan J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you, we have got Shay, we've got Jay Moore, and we've got you for a three hour ride on this Deal Breakers Thursday with we'll open phone lines for you. 312 332 ESPN, 332 3776 is our telephone number. And Cap, one of the major stories in all of sports is the firing of Adrian Griffin, now former Milwaukee Bucks coach. It sent shockwaves across sports. It doesn't matter if you're a basketball fan, football fan, baseball fan. The point is that the top story on ESPN.com was Adrian Griffin with a 30-13 and 13 record being let go by the Milwaukee Bucks. Adrian Griffin, who we know as Bulls fans, just a venerable veteran uh, around to, for many teams and was an assistant coach for many years around the NBA. And Finally, he gets his opportunity. After all those years, finally with an opportunity to be the head coach. And it's not one of those things where it's a last-place team or a team we have to build. It's a ready-made team with stars like Lillard and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and uh, Chris Middleton and others. And so we said to ourselves, oh, you know what? It's great that Hawk has the opportunity now to be able to be a head coach. And then before we even get to the all-star break, he was fired at 13, uh, 30 and 13. And why did that happen? The Bucks felt that the culture was not right through 40, you know, 42 games, 43 games, that it was not right. And so the thought was like, wait a minute now. Don't you want to just give this a year, find out if things work? The star, Anna Kupo said, now this is not working. Bobby Portis, who didn't say anything, was able to be upset with Griffin and the team the way that they were playing. Even though they're, what, second best team in the NBA, they felt they weren't at a championship level. The Chicago Bears could have been able to look at Matt Iberflus as Adrian Griffin and say, we could upgrade and be better because from three wins to seven wins, the feeling is, okay, even as you said, in the regular season, you said, I think that the Bears can get to the playoffs next year. And what I'm saying is that there's too many mistakes and question marks about this football team that made me feel that Iberflue should return. But what I feel also is that Ryan Poles was afraid, too afraid to run through his first coach in two years and go on to the second one. Because as I told you, any good GM deserves at least two coaching regimes. I don't think Poles is ready to make that move, even though there's a plethora of coaches that he could have chose from
2: that were way way better than Iberflue's. One thing I would tell you, Johnny, is that the players that we either get to interact with or through people I know that interact with current Bears, fans are going to want to hear this, they like being coached by that guy. Mm-hmm. They feel like, you guys really don't know, he holds us accountable, we have a good vibe in there, they like playing for this dude. They do. Now... Would I have upgraded? I would have. Would it have been Jim Harbaugh? I've been clear. No. Mm -hmm. First of all, Ryan Pace works for Atlanta now for a number of reasons. Missing on Mahomes and and taking Trubisky is just one of them. Sure. The cap was in a bad place. The roster was in a bad place. We went and got the most coveted guy on the market the year they got him. Surprisingly. He was headed to Minnesota the next day, and George said, tell me how much. Let's get it done right now, and he got it done. And in he's been here basically two years to the day. Mm-hmm. The roster is in a way better place. The cap, we're not underwater. We're when, Once they cut Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair and make a few other moves, they're going to be top five in cap space, have the number one pick because he made a great trade, the number nine pick, and the roster in a really good place in terms of youth. Jim Harbaugh's not coming here to work for Ryan Poles. That's just a fact. That's fine. He's picking a guy from the Ravens, from his brother, who works in the personnel department. I bring him in as the GM. He can have the title. Jim is the the ultimate boss. I'm not ready to tell my GM, you got to hire that guy, pay him whatever it is he's got to get paid. The money's irrelevant. They're worth billions up in Lake Forest. I want to let polls continue to build this. Now, is my style coach? He's not. I like somebody who's hes a better face of the team. He inspires more confidence. But who am I to say if the players like playing for him, okay, you want to keep him? Good luck. You better win next year. But you better build a support system for whoever your quarterback is. That, for me, is the most important thing that happens this offseason. Certainly, what they do with the number one pick and the nine pick and the third round, whatever. If you're going to either keep Justin or pick one of these quarterbacks, you better have a plan that works. You better hire a quarterback coach who has proven he can develop guys. You better have an offensive coordinator that takes advantage of the skill set, whoever your quarterback is. So if you draft... Whoever it is, and he's better as a thrower, you better have a good throwing offense. If you keep Justin and you got to run him like Lamar Jackson or whoever, you better put an offense like that in there, period. But I was not willing to tell Ryan Poles, I need you to slide to the side because Jim's going to get all the sway here. No. Uh,
0: And that's fine. That's fine. But there's other coaches that they could have been able to look at. Let me just say this. With Adrian Griffin, and this relates to the Chicago Bears cap, you know, Adrian Griffin, the reason why he got a chance to be a head coach is because he was a cool assistant. Because there's a difference, as you well know, from one chair to the other chair 18 inches next to you. As a assistant coach, you can be able to suggest. But when you have to be the head coach that says no, now you're not that cool assistant as you once were. There's a big difference in that. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is for Matt Eberflus... Could, I mean, find a defensive coordinator, but now he's the head man. He's the head man in charge. He's the head coach. And what I'm saying is if it's good enough for the Blackhawks to go from Savard to Quinville, if it's good enough for the Cubs to be able to get Joe Madden while the iron's hot, if it's good enough for the White Sox to get Ozzy Ginn to get an 05 championship, then why isn't it good enough for the Bears? See, see here, my, po- my point is with the Chicago Bears is that you got to get away from settling for less If you feel like you have reimagined the organization and it's a brand new era for the Chicago Bears, then why don't you just go for it? I'm not saying that everything has to be all in and all aspects of the Bears, but it's something pretty obvious. There's a a great quarterback class, at least as far as we know, that's coming up. There also is a great coaching class. We haven't seen this many coaches with these many skins on the wall that's available. If you didn't want Jim Harbaugh, that's not your flavor. Cool. But you know who also is available? Mike Vrabel. It also could be available, if you asked, Lincoln Riley or Matt Campbell or Bill Belichick or Ben Johnson or Dan Quinn or Brian Flores. There's plenty of names there in which you felt like, okay, we're at a certain level, and we feel like we're going to be a perennial playoff team. We are going to fight with Green Bay and Detroit to be a playoff team, but we need the right head coach to be able to just tighten the screws. You know, you hear me say this often, right? Mm -hmm. It's one thing to be able to say, okay, this coach has set the culture. But we just need someone to just tighten the screws to make sure that we are on track. Someone with experience, not just some, again, not neophyte, someone who's been there and done that with a winning organization that can be able to tighten the screws to make sure that we're championship caliber. And I just don't think that that Iberflus is that. Iberflus and the Bears could be, again, a six-win ball club next year. Anything could happen in the NFL. And then this would be the third year of four for Iberflus coming up. Don't you think that you'd rather upgrade if you could in that spot? You, you if you upgrade at your quarterback position, if you're going to upgrade at the three technique, if you're going to upgrade, you know, with the offensive line, why wouldn't you do it with your head coach?
2: What is wrong with that? I don't disagree with anything you're saying there, but what I'm being told by people, one of whom is like very close to a bunch of players, these dudes like playing for him. Not yeah. because he's easy on them. They said he holds them accountable. He's a good football. This is from players up there. Look, I was leading the charge. I've had enough Lovey. Lovey fatigue. lovey fatig- And they fine. fired him. That's fine. We haven't come close to that level of success. That guy, every year, was throwing up 10 wins. Couldn't get to the playoffs. They finally had enough. He wasn't great in front of the room in terms of the media. Alright, enough. Let's change it. And they've Screwed it up at every turn since then. So it's all about the decision-making at the top. But if the players truly, and you can look, I'm not the big, biggest Eberflus guy. You know that. Yes. If the players truly feel like, hey, man, we need another, uh, you know, a good receiver to be alongside DJ. We got to get a couple more pieces on the O line. Let Poles do whatever it is he does at quarterback. We're close. We're ready to take the next step. Okay. The man's under contract. If these guys want to play for him, show me exactly why you want to play for him. Let's find out. But as a general manager or as a talent evaluator, what is stronger?
0: What's strongest? Is it the player's love for a head coach or the losses? What's stronger? The string of losses, the inability to win in the division, that matters too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the players like to play for him. Great. Great players coach. Awesome. But what about the losses? Is that, when does that ever factor in?
2: Okay, so. Does that matter again, or no? Now, again, I'm playing. Let me just be clear. Yeah. If I owned the team, he would not be my head coach. He's not my style. Yeah. I like more in-your-face passion. Like, Dan Campbell's my style guy. Mm -hmm. That's who I like. You can tell me I'm nuts. That's fine. I'm cool with that. But that's who I would have, a guy like that. I want to know, and my guy, uh, Nestor Thomas, who listens every day, put out a tweet. He and I don't agree on a lot, but he put out a tweet today of why are the Bears' ownership so resistant to having a super... Aggressive personality as their head coach since Mike Ditka. Look, I love Wani. He's a dear friend of mine. Wani was not Ditka in terms of personality. No. Dick Duran was the same style as Wani. Lovey, same style. They're not in your face, abrasive, or, you know, meatballish, some would like to call it. Mm-hmm. To Mark Tressman, are you kidding me? Like, how he ever got the job is still mind blowing. When you call people in, Tim Brown, what? You guys are hiring who? That'll never work. This was the day he got hired. Yeah. So you're telling me that we can't make calls to former players? He's, what do you think? Off the record, would you hire him? No. He can't do it. But we did. Matt Nagy didn't work. To Eberflus. They're all the same guy. Yes. We don't have a Dan Campbell that everybody's going, yeah. and they're, Right? We don't have that. And for whatever reason, that falls at the feet of one man, George McCaskey, because he apparently doesn't want some huge personality as his head football coach. You know, it's, it's
0: an interesting formula if that is the case for McCaskey because the, the big personality of Mike Ditka – was one of the reasons why the, the Bears were able to win. Yes, it was about the players, for sure. The personnel, the way that team was put together, sure. But Ditka did a great job of deflecting uh, any issues with the, with the football team. Hey, he put it on himself. Mm-hmm. He made sure that the players were protected. He would say outlandish crap and just do a lot of crazy things because the spotlight would be on him and not the players. Sounds like Ozzie Guillen. Sure. And and that's a that's a way of doing business as a head coach or as a manager. I was like what's Joe wrong with that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll do the jazz hands. Just to stay off my players. I'll take all the heat. I'll, t- I'll take all the questions. Just stay off my players. Correct. And so, but here's the thing, though. Like, I never thought that Ditka was bigger than the Bears organization. Again, Bears fan first. Correct. So but at the time, even as a young person watching this, I was in love with the team. The head coach was part of the team. But I know that Ditka had his share of commercials. Maybe a few, more, maybe a few uh, more commercials than a lot of the players had. But the point is, though, is that he was a personality like the team was a personality. You wouldn't want to go back to that again if you're the Bears. Is it, was it so bad with Ditka being the head coach that you said, never again. And who knows if that was ever said at House Hall, but never again. We want someone to be able to fall in line and make us, the ownership, the bigger face of the franchise. That's not how it works. This is how dynasties break up because of this push and pull cap of, you know, whose credit is it? Who, does, who deserves blame? Who deserves credit? No. What's wrong with a big personality? And again, some of these names I mentioned are not necessarily big personalities. But just to answer your friend's question, it's as if the Bears said, we'll never go back to that again. If we win, we're not going to have a guy that's going to be in all the commercials and all in the video and being
2: the face of the team and be able to be a bigger than the ball club. And I got news for them. If they win, whoever the coach is, it's the freaking Bears. Sure. He's going to get a lot of attention, whether that's Eberflus or Shane Orling gets the job. You win the Super Bowl with the Bears, you're going to be everywhere. Charter franchise, Chicago market, all of it. So what? I'm not hacked off that Jim Harbaugh is the coach in San Diego. I keep calling it San Diego. L.A., the Chargers. I'm not. Good luck. I was not willing, if I was the owner, I was not willing to accede the personnel power to him and tell Polls, oh, you're two years into your rebuild. you put us in a really good position to take the next step. And now I need you to report to Jim. Or you're kind of sideways to Jim. You knew that that was going to be part of it. You just knew it. With Jim, you just knew that, that he was going to, he'd want the keys, are personnel, and everything else, right? And the Bears and didn't have the stomach. So for he's going to get one of the guys who works under John Harbaugh, and he'll come in as the. G- That's fine. Yeah. Good luck, and they may win. They got a hell of a quarterback. Jim's a really good football coach. He is. I,
0: I just think it's just the whole thing to me, and this is this is not anything new. We talked about it at the time when we found out that Ibrahulus was going to come back. I just think that. Just like the other teams in Chicago, there's nothing wrong with an upgrade. And by the way, if that's me taking a shot at Iberflus, is that what it sounds like? Fine. Because I I did not um, cry one tear when Ozzie Yen took over for the White Sox. I did not cry one tear when Madden took over because that's what good organizations do. Mm -hmm. We're fine, but we can get better. That's the whole thing. And with Matt Iberflus, I just think that... As I said at the time, Cap, transitional hire. I'm going to be right about that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end up being right about that. I, and, and Because I just feel that if you pass up on the quarterback class, that's your business. But as far as the head coach, no matter if the players like him or not, you know, players can fall in love with a coach because a coach also can allow players to do whatever. Right. Oh, he's a player's coach. So if I make a mistake, he's not going to get in my
2: ass as much. But I, I, I asked that question and I was told that's not the case. He does hold people accountable. He's just not He's not good at the microphone. He's just not. He got a little better as the season went on. You could tell they worked with him a little. Yes. He was more relaxed. He was better. Was because he probably got assurances that he was returning. That was probably part of it, but I do think he had some training. I do believe that. Let's go, That, that somebody worked with him a little bit at the podium, Coach. He, look. If you're going up every day in front of the media, basically every day, somebody's got to prepare you, Coach. Here's what they're going to ask you today. Yes, that's important. Okay? And here's how we're going to answer that. Yep. You can't. Uh, when'd you tell Chase Claypool he was in at how huh? What are you asking me? What Saturday? Well, Coach, he didn't know. To, oh, wait a minute. You yep. look. You look like a buffoon organization. But the if the, the you cannot. Tell me they did not play hard for the guy. Now, when it was 0-14, you cannot tell me he didn't hold it together. He did. That thing could have disintegrated into a clown show, and it
0: did not. Well, that's, right? on, well, that's on Ryan Poles, and congratulations for him for finding the right people. That, that's fair, because you find people that are not going to be a disturbance in the locker room. Yeah, yeah the team held it together. Sure. Sure they held it together. However, the losses still matter. The culture might be great in the locker room where everyone gets along, but again, it's about a, the bottom line results. Cap the bottom line results was not good enough for him for his retention. It was not okay, As, especially especially with the amount of coaches that are available. That, I, I mean, that's the whole point of this of this conversation we're having is that you you could easily say three to seven wins. You know what, Ibraflus is going to be a good head coach and he's growing in the position, but. Again, I'm armed with the fact, and you're armed with the fact that I got a list of ten coaches here that would probably do a better job than Eberflus. I'm just—I mean, same thing with the quarterback situation. Yeah, Caleb Williams, Drake May, all the J.J. McCarthy, all Bo Nix, all these guys available, and we talk about almost on a daily basis how could the Bears pass on this quarterback class at all? You're going to roll it back with Justin Fields? Okay, fine, but you have to pick a lane. This is the lane that you're choosing. A team that could not, can't get out of their own way, winning a a game in the division for for forever, that long losing streak, okay, that,
2: that matters too. I don't disagree, but what I would say to you, Jonathan, is he had zero chance last year. Zero. That team was built to lose. They can tell me all they want, oh, the losses were tearing at us. You didn't put a roster out there that could compete. They got exactly what they paid for three wins. There was zero chance. They battled, they competed, they never won. They lost 14 straight. If I told you the day we came in here on a Monday, well, they're 0 4, season's over, they're not going to the playoffs, we know the odds. They're going to play over 500 the last 13 games. You would have told me, you're insane. And I would have said, I better not be on the roads. So I, I obviously am under the influence. They went seven and six the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. They did. They did. They played hard. He held it together. There are franchises. We were coming in here every day, and we got these three beautiful big monitors above us. He was the most likely coach to be fired. Yeah, definitely on the list. And guess what? He's still standing. And they never disintegrated. Guys did not stop playing hard for that guy. So I'm cool. If, the, if that's who Ryan poll he made this call. You want to let that guy coach your team? Then give him a fighting chance next year.
0: Okay. There's just no, no, there's no uh, stats that's in front of me of the Bears played hard and they never gave up. That doesn't matter. Don't have enough talent. I mean, I, I understand that. I understand that. But, I mean, you're supposed to be someone as a defensive coordinator. And early on, it did not look good. Mm-hmm. Now, again, this is through the eyes and probably the uh, the headset of Allen Williams. But ultimately, this is Ibra Floos defense. It got better because the talent got better, sure, because they finally got to the quarterback. But early on, like the, the thing that still resonates with me is that first game that the Bears played against the Packers. We're so excited. We're the new home of the Chicago Curry. Bears. And it's like, did I expect the Bears to win? No, but I did not expect 38-20. to 20. Me either. Buccaneers, I thought was a winnable ball game. Of course, we didn't know what Baker Mayfield was until we see now right. at the playoffs. And
2: now you look, you're like, wow, they won a playoff game and they could have beaten Detroit. In Detroit, wow.
0: That, that Chiefs game you weren't going to win, that's a, a game that you were at. And then that Broncos game in which you had the lead and you relinquished the lead and you lose the game 31-28. I was fit to be tied there. Same here. Until they were able to turn it against the, the commanders, we found, knew that they weren't any good. And that was, that was one of the best games Justin's ever had offensively. And then it was just middling and up and down and just slip-sliding away. The biggest game on the schedule against the Browns, and you f- couldn't find a way to win that football game. All I'm saying is, is that seven wins is cool, Cap. But when you can have an opportunity to increase that win total and be a better franchise, that's when you try to upgrade the head coach. It's not, timed. It's not for, uh, for the Chicago Bears to help Eberflus or tutor him to be a head coach. Either you're a head coach that can lead this team or not. That's all I'm telling you. Like, it, like, it, it, I mean, because of the group of coaches that are available, that's all I'm saying. I mean, uh, th- th- let's go back to Madden. Now, it's in some organizations, they would have never tried to pull the trigger. Madden's available, or we're going to make him available. You know what? We just need someone just to be able to just fine-tune the team. Joe Madden, come on in. I mean, they didn't Cubs didn't have to do that. Correct. They could have stayed the course, but they're smart because Theo's smart. The White Sox could have just stayed with Rick's. You know, good good baseball man. Ozzie Guillen is the guy. Because he can be able to take care of that locker room. He'll take all the slings and arrows from the media. He's the guy. 05 championship. Blackhawks. There's Quinville sitting up there at Johnny's Ice House taking notes with Dennis Savard on the ice as a head coach. We could find someone to get just kind of just take care of the ball. We just feel like the hockey club can be just a little better. Quinville. Three Stanley Cup championships. And you can't do that next year? I mean, what are we waiting for? I mean, will, will the uh, group of coaches? Well, the
2: coaches list that you read there, and I don't want to break down every guy's resume. Nobody cares going to work this morning. Yeah. But I'm not hiring Bill Belichick. And by the way, he's had one franchise interview him. Yeah. No one else is knocking on his door. Right. Damn.
0: No one wants to give up that kind of
2: power. And he, they give, uh, The Chargers gave it to Jim. Will they want to do that to a 70-year-old Belichick? No. Uh, Pete Carroll, 72. No, thanks. I appreciate it. Everything you did, you're a great football coach. I'm not bringing him in.
0: Now, hang on a second now. There's nothing wrong with Pete Carroll. I didn't he's, say there he's, is. He's 45. He's a song and dance, man. He's a Dick Van Dyke of coaching. He is. He's, y- he's spry.
2: <laughs> I'm not taking a 72-year-old head coach right now.
0: I'm not. It's just a fact. Don't do that, Cap.
2: I'm being he can, honest.
0: He can, he can step right in there and help any franchise. Carroll? He's young at heart. So is Tony La Russa. How'd that go? He wasn't. He was old at heart.
2: Okay, so I, I don't... <laughs> that what you mean? I'm not hiring Belichick. I'm not hiring Carroll. I love Mike Vrabel. Love. Still available. He's still out there. He'll end up, I would think, somewhere. Bears. I would think. Bears. No. Still
0: available. Now... I gave you names. name. I gave you Ben Johnson, Dan Quinn. Ben
2: Johnson's a done deal. He's going to Washington.
0: You understand the point, though those yeah. names were available at the time that we were talking about this. When, when after the week of Black Monday, that week all these coaches'
2: names were out there. Agreed, but there will be other highly sought after coaches twelve months from now. Not like this, pal. Not like this list. You know this.
0: You know I'm right. This list was so unique. Who's available? This guy's available, and it wasn't just a flavor of the month. OCDC either. These are big names
2: that were on the list. Big names. There'll always be a great coach you can hire. There'll always be one. No shot. If you're willing to pay for it, there will always be. Mike Tomlin's going in the final year of his deal. Now, maybe he'll sign an extension. At will come out with breaking news one morning. Jay Moore will hit the button. Mike Tomlin, five-year extension. Okay, whatever. Then I'll get on to the next guy. But he's going in the last year of his deal. And it I can sucks. tell you, they <laughs> love him up there in Lake Forest. So okay. maybe 12 months from now, you know what? We fell short of our goals. We love you know, what we got out of whatever, but we're making a change in Mike Tomlin's role. Maybe that's going to happen. I don't know. That would be awesome, though, right? I'm because okay. because it's, about, it's about upgrading the head coach and the leadership. But I'm cool with where they're at right now. I really am. Because I'm not giving up personnel control unless I'm changing GMs. And I'm not. Right. He's earned the right to continue to see this rebuild through. I am... Again... Other people may feel differently, and they're entitled. I want my GM to be in charge of things. No,
0: I, no, I understand that. Listen, you've been consistent with that. I, for our new listeners, I want to make sure it's clear that when there was rumor and innuendo that Jim Harbaugh would be leaving Michigan, and it's the right way, by the way, because he gets a national championship and knows that the long arm of the law is coming, Cap. He knows. He could feel the heat, like in all these gangster movies that we've seen, when there's the gangster peering out the window pulling the curtain back just a little bit, looking outside. Yep. Oh, God. Bad. Here here they come. Well, that's the NCAA. He knows. That banner could be snatched at any moment now. He knows what's going on. So go to the NFL. So you, it's fine. Uh, Shay?
3: You don't ask for immunity in your contract if you don't think something's coming. That's, okay. like, that's like me going upstairs and going, Danny, I would like immunity to say the F word constantly into the microphone during every show.
2: Cool. Good. Hey, Danny, I want a new contract. He says, "Okay, well, you need anything else in here, Shay, beside this amount of money? No, I need. Yeah, one thing. I need immunity for anything I've done." And then he finds out you've been, you know, swearing into the mic, and there's an FCC investigation. Yeah, yeah, fine. (laughs) Oh my God, we're getting investigated because there's something Shay did. Yeah. Uh, we gave him immunity. Yeah. So what do you mean he got immunity in his San Diego contract? I mean, his L.A. contract? No, he
3: wanted it in his Michigan contract. His Michigan, he approached Michigan the, the, yes. the president of the university saying, yeah. I need immunity. I can't be terminated if there's punishment. Okay, so then you know you did something wrong. Sure. It's like going to your wife. If I cheat, you can't divorce me.
0: Right. It's in the contract. Right. Damn. <laughs> Whoa, who's this girl all over your phone here? You gave me immunity. Yeah, I got it. this. Is the um, ultimate hall pass? Hall pass. What's a hall pass? That, that so that's exactly what it is. Right. Bang, 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 so bang, so bang. I so, uh, to be to just to put a bow on this. So Cap has been um, ardent in in steadfast in the belief that hey, I don't want Jim Harbaugh because he's part of a cheating program. I don't want to give up full uh, control, so I get that. The personnel thing
2: had a lot to
0: do with it. But the cheating also was a, something that you had a hard time with.
2: I did. I yes. said, if, he, if, I've always put that two-letter word in there, if. If he was part of having the other team's play calls, like, that's different than just, hey, man, I was grinding on the tape in the office, and I notice when they're in this format, That's different. Having some dude where somebody's secretly paying Small college coach. hey, do me a favor. Go out and tape all their signs over there at Central Michigan or wherever it is. That's garbage. Yeah, I get it. And it bothered me, but the personnel thing was the big thing. I'm not willing to give Jim Harbaugh, here's the keys, buddy. Hey, Ryan, can you give Jim the corner office? You move over. You now report to him, or you guys are side by side on the flow chart. No. Just to put a cherry
0: cherry on that Sunday regarding Adrian Griffin. Now, uh, just saying that at 30-12, and and 30-13, whatever the record was, that uh, Adrian Griffin was let go. Now, they felt that they needed an upgrade. The upgrade for me wouldn't have been Chicago's own Doc Rivers, but this is what they decided to do. Well, he was already working for them
2: in a part-time consulting role.
0: Understand my point. My point is, is that it would not be Doc Rivers if that's my Druthers. No matter if he was, if he did have the knife in the back of Adrian Griffin, when I was told, wow. Even, even, even if he did have the knife in the back, I mean, you're a broadcaster, but yet you are in the organization, you know, typing up. Okay, this is my analysis of uh, Milwaukee's loss against Houston, and he's doing like a scouting report, and he's like, "Oh, Doc says that we should have been better defensively. Yeah, you guys are top ten, uh, top." Uh, and the bottom 10 in uh, defensive rating, yeah, Giannis doesn't move his feet. Oh, Doc's got some thoughts here. Knife was turning the entire time on Adrian Griffin. So, But I'm saying that for the upgrade, I probably would have chose Doc, but I understand why the Bucks made the move. Plus,
2: there's not a large pool available January 25th. There's right. not.
0: Yeah, I get it. I just, I just, I just, think, it, I just think that whole uh, situation is fascinating. And what will happen, Cap, and remember I told you this, what will happen is, is that the Bucks will fall short because that's what Doc usually does. They will fall short in the playoffs. Big Yay. spot, game seven, they will trickle it down their leg. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. That's just Doc. Since the, the championship with the Celtics, that's what he does. Yeah. Big spots, his team fails. And by the way, this is not, this is you talk about uh, coaches failing up. Doc has been able to coach the Celtics. He coached Hall of Famers with the Clippers. Coached Hall of Famers in his uh, uh, previous spot also with great players. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Harden, and uh, Embiid. This is his fourth head coaching job. The Clippers. You know, you were talking about um, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And can't win with those players. Cannot. We'll watch now what happens in Milwaukee. Here's the question we're going to ask three one two three three two ESPN is our phone number. Uh, Shay, let's open the phone lines. Here's the question: Are you upset the Bears never went after Jim Harbaugh? Do you feel better or worse today about keeping Matt Eberflus? We went through a, a litany of names that were available, just like the quarterback class. A lot of uh, head coaches were available as well, and the Bears are sticking with Matt Eberflus. Let's get your thoughts. Jim Harbaugh, not with the Chicago Bears as head coach. Your reaction next on the Cap'n J-Hood Morning Show. Here's today's headlines
1: Headlines. with Cap'n
0: J-Hood.
2: I'm still ticked about that. You know what I'm talking about. Common Energy Efficiency Program brings you the 7 a.m. headlines, baby. Jim Harbaugh is back in the National Football League. The Los Angeles Chargers hired Coach Harbaugh to be their next head coach last night. Chargers have yet to hire a GM, but will interview the Ravens director of player personnel. He'll report to Jim. The Blackhawks and Peter Mrazek reached a two-year contract extension worth $8.5 bucks that will keep the tender in Chicago through the 2025-2026 season. Blackhawks lost last night to Seattle 6-2. Bulls are back in action late tonight from L.A. They'll play the Lakers with tip-off set for 9.30 p.m. Northwestern beat the Illini. Take that, Illini. How's that drive back down 57? In overtime, 96-91. Boo, booey with 29. The black uh, the Milwaukee Bucks I already did the Blackhawks Milwaukee Bucks what was that final I was gonna do the Blackhawks story again uh-huh. The Milwaukee Bucks are finalizing a deal Doc Rivers will be their new head coach Joe Prunty, the interim got the win last night just days after they fired first year head coach Adrian Griffin who had a record of 30 and 13. Blackhawks I, I was gonna read the Blackhawks again yes. I'm like I just did that. Black Take that, Jay
1: more. Welcome back to Cap'n J Hood. You're officially
2: locked in, up in the sky. on Chicago's home for sports,
1: ESPN Chicago.
0: It's a Cap'n J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We'll have Shot or No Shot coming up at eight o'clock. It's a Deal Breakers Thursday. We have Deal Breakers coming your way in an hour from now, right here on Cap'n J Hood 332 ESPN three three two. 3776 is our phone number. Are you upset the Bears never went after Jim Harbaugh, former Bears quarterback, Michigan national championship coach? You just knew that he was going to move on to the NFL after this season, win or lose, he was going to move on to the NFL. Uh, do you feel better or worse today about keeping Eberfluss in place as head coach as we go to the phone lines and talk to you? We like to go to uh, Orla- uh, Orland Park. Here is Tim on ESPN 1000. Tim, good morning.
3: Good morning, Jay Hood morning uh actually i didn't call to answer this question i called in regard to your conversation regarding the coaches that the bears had hired Mm -hmm. and i offer this thought if you notice all the coaches that they have hired reflect um a Cascade's personality or at least the personality i see very mild very polite might even be kind and then you listen to cap who is more of an in-your-face type personality, and therefore he would like to hire somebody that reflects him. And that's, I think, how people operate in business as well. We hire people that reflect our own views.
2: Okay, so you make a very good point there. And I remember getting into a very interesting discussion, and he ended up coming on the air and talking about it here on the station, was with Theo. Mm-hmm. And he said he called the meeting with Jed and a few of his closest confidants and he said can I ask a question in this room he said how come every single person I hire looks like me sounds like me and was educated like me maybe we ought to start thinking outside the box maybe it should be someone who comes from a radically different perspective because our organization would be stronger for it and Hoodie has always made the, the comment well that guy fits in the foursome Maybe you want to have somebody that makes you feel uncomfortable because they bring better ideas or different.
3: Absolutely. I totally agree. I wasn't suggesting that that's the right way to do it. Right. I was just offering a thought that's how people instinctively do things.
2: You're right. Yes.
0: This happens in business all the time, Tim. And we appreciate a telephone call. Happens all the time. Where... You have a relationship with someone just from the interview process where you have something common, you have a similar background, or you know uh, someone that's in your circle. You say, you know what? This will be a great fit for us. And by the way, you have every right to do that. However, I've always believed in not just diversity. I've always thought about diversity of thought. That's where it is. Yeah, that's – I mean because – As Theo mentioned, boy, you're from the same place. You go to the same place where I get coffee. Uh, We have the same family background. How about we have different people in the room with different
2: perspectives, and then we can all come together and collaborate? Doesn't mean you're only going to listen to them or never listen. It doesn't mean that. It means having a think tank where you bring in a bunch of different opinions. Oh, you know what? She looks at this totally different. I never thought of that. Oh, he comes from a different background. It's diverse opinions all coming together for the common good
0: yeah and and tim to your point where you said mccaskey likes to hire people to reflect his personality there's nothing wrong with that but the hope is is that you can win no matter who you're bringing in, that you could be able to win. Sustained success is all I've ever asked for. Maybe for some people that's too much, but for me, sustained success matters. We are so few and far between of championships around here that if I could just get a playoff run to a championship, I'll accept that. Agreed. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Tim, we appreciate your phone call. As we go to Oak Forest, here's Pete on Cap and J-Hood. Pete, good morning. Good morning, fellas. What's
3: going on? What's up, buddy? How
0: are you? I'm doing well. I'm a season
3: ticket holder. I went to a bunch of the home games this year. And then my brother and I, that last game of the season, were like, hey, let's drive up to Lambeau. Let's have a time. Let's go ahead and end the Packers season. Let's be in-house when it happened. The coach wasn't good enough. The quarterback wasn't good enough. And everything's going to stay the same. We just have to stick with the Eber flu. Why do we have to have Eber flu? Why can't we get a Jim Harbaugh? Why can't we talk to Mike Vrabel? Why can't we call Ben Johnson? Why aren't they trying to get better? And I understand we have draft capital, and I understand we can get Caleb Williams, but if they stick with Justin Fields, who I love in a Bears uniform, he's not good enough. He's not good enough to beat the Packers. Matt Eberflus isn't good enough to beat Matt LaFleur. Take the division, he said, never give it back. The Packers have the division. The Lions have the division. We are so far off as 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 Bears fans, as a Bears organization, it's so hard to be a season ticket holder and love this team so much, and then to watch them not make moves that are aggressive to try to go do things that make us win. Right now they just try to do things and feel comfortable. Iber is comfortable. Go get someone that wants to do change things up and actually go after it and win, and not let my sorry ass sit in Lambeau and watch them celebrate as they go to the playoffs. Uh, but, yeah, I just would love to have seen them actually talk to Harbaugh give it a go out of this coaching pool, and and, and make some moves that make us uh, get closer to uh, Patrick Mahomes or take a shot at at someone like that, which I don't believe that Justin Fields is the guy.
0: Pete, we appreciate the telephone call and and your passion. Yeah, I'd like for the Bears at some point to upgrade from my old ratty deck shoe to some Cole Hans. I would like for the Bears to be able to do that at some point. They do not have Cole Hans on the sideline. They do not. Cole Hans are some of the guys that we mentioned on this list that was available. Yeah, there's always going to be coaches. There's always going to be firings, coach. You know, there's always going to be firings. Point, though, is, Cap, is that will you
2: get a list like this next year and then next year and the next year, I'm not sure you will. When you're the Bears charter franchise, if look, if Justin stays and it doesn't work, they're all getting swept out, probably. Except Ryan. Ryan will probably get a second coach. I'm talking about the coaching staff. Yeah. They're all gone. Whatever it costs to buy out the new offensive court, whatever. The OC, C you're saying? They'll all be gone. Wow. If they keep Justin and, and they end up 6-11, they're going to change everything. But they won't have the number one pick either to get a quarterback. If they get Caleb Williams and he looks like a bust and they turn into the freaking Panthers, guess what? Kaleeb. They're in big trouble. What? That's why this is a legacy defining decision for Ryan Poles. He's got the pick. One, one. Either trade it, get a haul, and roll with Justin, or get the quarterback. I think he's going to go get a quarterback. I do. I truly believe that. All I'm telling you is okay, like if my team leaders walked in and said, Ryan, you got to keep this coach. We got a good thing going, we do not want to tear it apart. Okay. You guys got 12 months. Get it done. Let me do my work in the draft. I'll figure out the quarterback spot. I need you guys then next year. Put your money where your mouth is. You want to get paid? You want to win big? Guys want to win. It's all they care about. It's fine. I asked a former player there, I said, Boy, they really love Justin in the room. He goes, Oh, that's nonsense. He's like, Dude, I played a decade in the league. It's nonsense. Yes, he's a great guy, he's a great leader. And if he wins with them, they will love him. And if it's Caleb Williams or Drake May or you, and you roll in there and you're winning football games and you're going deep in the playoffs, hey, tell Justin I said hi if you see him. And the guy you're rolling with, they're all in. They just want to win and get paid. Mercenaries. Mercenaries. They're mercenaries.
0: Absolutely. Whatever, whoever is the flavor of the month, the week, the year, that person that is helping you win, that's who you're riding with. And then if you see Justin along on the road someplace, you dap him up and say, how's your family? How's everything? And you keep it pushing because this is the way sports goes That's round it. and round. That is it. That's what it is. That is it. More of your phone calls coming up on this. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Shout or no coming up at 8 o'clock. All part of the mix on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show.
2: Good morning. Glad you're along for the Cap'n J Hood experience. We're here weekdays from seven to ten on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN. Hello,
1: Chicago. Come on, Cap'n J
0: Hood. On ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app, we got Shadow No Shot coming at 8 o'clock. Also, Deal Breakers, because it's a Deal Breakers Thursday. We have that for you at 8.35 right here on ESPN 1000. Let's go back to the phone lines to talk to you. We're talking about Jim Harbaugh taking the Los Angeles Chargers job. We knew he was going to go back to the NFL. And how does that make you feel as a Bears fan? Again, coaches were available, uh, and the Bears say we're going to bring back Hubert maybe Justin Fields, and maybe others. Justin in Dallas, Texas, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Justin, good morning.
1: Hey, Cap Hoodie. Good morning, gentlemen. I hope everything What's is good. What's up, with Sparkles? You, uh, Jay Moore snorling. I hope everything is good as well. So Cap, uh, I don't really what something that you said earlier, I I kinda take issue a little bit of it. You said that the players, they were all vouching for them. Um, my question to you is this do you really think they were gonna come out and bash them in the media?
2: No, no, no! I'm talking about people telling me this in private, not in the media. In private, they would like playing for this dude, and that's a hard thing to do when you've lost 14 games in a row. That thing could turn into a clown show. Remember what happened in uh, Indy last year? Not this Boys. past Boys. season. They had to bring in it's- Jeff Saturday. It was a clown show down there.
1: Exactly, Cap, and it's already a clown show. If we—if I'm just being honest—and my, I guess my issue is this: the fact when they asked Ryan Poles in the press conference, did he even reach out to anybody else? He was just like, "No, we didn't even go down that route." He's our coach. And he stood on it. Like, I feel like he was getting kind of cocky in that sense. And with all due respect, you don't have the autonomy to get cocky. You haven't even been here that long. Like, we haven't made any major moves for you to have that. Oh, well, we didn't. He's our coach. He, and, he, and we're just going to stand on it. Like, I just have an issue because, like you all said, they take the easy route out. Like, even look with the Bulls. You see, when they had Tom Thibodeau and we were winning, but. They let personal issues get in the mix with that, and he wasn't even with them no more. Correct. So that's but, much- but,
2: Justin, you run the department down there at Nordstrom, right? Uh,
1: I, Well, you know, that's a whole other story. I thought I was going to run the department, but they played me. But any, okay, it is what but, it is. But, but my point
2: is, if if you looked and went, who's that guy over there? Oh, he's actually auditioning for your job, and you might be out. But if they don't like him, then they'll keep you. Or if they can't get him, they'll keep you. be like whoa, you're cutting my legs off from under me. You cannot go talk to Jim Harbaugh and then pu- – maybe they made a call privately. You cannot publicly go, yep, yeah, we talked to Jim and we met with Mike Vrabel, but we've decided to stick with Flooch.
1: You can't do that. Well, Cap, I don't, it's not just about Jim Harbaugh. Like Hoody said, I feel like it's the other coaching candidates that were available. They, I feel like they didn't do their due diligence – to at least reach out, even when when all the chips fail. I don't, like you all said, I think a decision had to be made right away. But, yeah. I mean, that's just my two cents on it. Um, you know, I appreciate you all taking my call. Hey, Hoodie, uh, yesterday I got to listen to that interview you did with Jay Moore, and it was fantastic. Like, his history with WGCI and uh, Power 92, that was perfect. You did an excellent interview. Thank Cap you. Cap, Hoodie, you know, I love you all, and I hope you all have a good one. We love you.
0: you. We appreciate the phone call. I, and, I, you know, and, again, Cap and I differ on this whole thing about Kumbaya and culture in the room and all this other stuff, because when we start trying to elevate how, how how good or how well coaches and players are getting along that now all of a sudden that's on the same level as wins it's not i'm not saying it's, get along I'm, just, I'm saying it has to all be pulling on the same end of the rope it has to be that's a losing end of the rope though
2: and, I, and by the way i win on that because i know the one loss record correct but they went from three to seven again i let me be clear if the, i bought the team he wouldn't be my coach it's not my style guy that's fine they have made improvements and they have made improvements to the roster and now they have a chance to take the next step. I I do not have a problem that he's getting one more year. I do not. Okay. All right. Now you tell me to go 6 and 11, he's gone.
0: Yeah. It's going to happen anyway. That that's going to happen
2: anyway. But if they go out next year and go 10 and 7 11 and 6 yeah. and everyone's like, "Whoa! Look at the Bears in the playoffs." Yeah. Had you got to-, to admit that he He deserved
0: to stay. At some point, the bottom line has to be the bottom line, And and that is,
2: did you win or did you lose? Right, but what do bad organizations do? They keep changing the deck chairs on the Titanic. All right, we were bad. Get that GM out. Get that coaching staff out. Now you got a whole new staff and a whole new philosophy yeah. and a whole new this. Yeah, and it's deserved. And you do it, and you do it again
0: every two years? Yeah, and, and you do it, and it's deserved to do that, especially when you have this crop of coaches that are available, an opportunity to upgrade. Other teams in town have done it, and the Bears can't because they all get along? Shot or no shot in two minutes.